Hi, Vinicius. Uh, the first question, of course, is it pronounced perfectly or not? Yeah, Vinic Vinicius, Vinicius, or the easiest way is Vini. Vini. How you pronounce it? Uh, Vinicius in Brazil. Vinicius. Okay, Vinicius. Vinicius. Okay. You already know what is coming, right? What was your first computer? My first computer was MSX, which was the Z8, very popular in Brazil. That MSX, was you say? MSX? Uh-huh, MSX, yeah. Interesting, okay. Yeah, and we have different flavors. I remember that we have a branch called uh, Gradient. They do the Expert. I still want four of them. And they, another one, the Sharp, they mm -hmm. used to use the heartbeat, but uh, that was the first computer that I own. But the first computer that I really got in touch was a TK80 or something. Very okay. small one with a rubber keyboard, very simple keyboard. And yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that. And then now it's, they, they come with professional keyboard and then it, it was a big change. The, the, the keys start doing clacky, clacky, clacky. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the first ZX Spectrum, the proper one, also had rubber keys. And the next one had, you know, plastic keys. Yeah, that's true. And there, there was the competition between the television with your family, because we, we need to share the television, right, to, mm -hmm. to use as monitor. And yeah, but that was fun because... Um, that was a time that you really could uh, do everything. We could say that it, it was able to be a full stack developer. <laughs> yeah, you say that, but you... I never got, you know, the low level stuff as I was young. So I, uh, it was for me, you know, it was really hard to, without, you know, external help, it is really hard to understand what's going on in the machine, you know, if you just have, you know, the, the manual and uh, this was this was hard. But... Um, it was a lot of fun because for me it was like magical thing, right? So it was like the only thing which uh, was, how to call it, limitless, right? So, I mean, it was like you got something and it never got boring. Usually, you know, all the toys, they had a limit. But the computer was the first one without any limits for me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, in, and especially, uh, I was, I'm, I'm going to... Uh, 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 time to know, you know, <laughs> but uh, when I started the computers in Brazil, they're too expensive. Like if you are going mm -hmm. to buy a MacBook Pro, it's very expensive. The MacBook Pro back then? Yeah, uh, uh, in Brazil, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but, and, the, but uh, we are talking about TK and ZX Spectrum time frame, you know, this was the ZX was already expensive, right? Yeah, yeah. And then um, my family was a big family. We were in six. So mm -hmm. I have uh, 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 we, I have a big family, and then my mother uh, couldn't pay for a computer mm -hmm. for me. So I started that's that put me on the on the road very early, you know. So I started delivering pizzas with my brother, <laughs> and then uh, to save some money. And mm -hmm. I can tell you that my computer, my first computer, I pay by myself, you know. And mm -hmm. uh, it 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 was like for me a uh, a uh, uh, school to be a company owner. Uh, right after that, uh, I found a global code, but I have uh, many lessons like uh, being humble, delivering pizzas to make money, to buy my computer. So I have a really a real roadmap in my head where I, I would like to arrive, you know. <laughs> um, how old were you with the pizza delivery? I was delivering pizza when I was uh, uh, 12. Wow. 12. 
incredible yeah it's crazy yeah 12. okay yeah and what you yeah. what you did then with you with the tk or zx so uh, msx so what you did with the computer so what was your very first action with the computer i play games for sure like we... yeah what was your very first game you remember this oh my gosh do you do you know uh i remember i don't remember the game itself but i do remember that we spend like hours typing the game that we have on magazine because th that was the way that you distribute ah, okay. the game mm -hmm. through the magazine so we spent like the saturday typing and like uh many friends and we were alternating uh and then in the end of the day we could play the game and then all the family arrived to watch television and then we just switch and keep the computer turn it on and make sure that nobody touched the computer so we could lost the code and but you could save the the code on the on tape right in basic that time we didn't have the tape the, the, ah. the computers they have the interface for tapes but we didn't have the the the, the tape recorder the, the i don't remember as the name we call in portuguese uh, Vita Cassette is the name in Portuguese. <laughs> How it's called? Vita Cassette? Vita Cassette. Vita Cassette. <laughs> okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. And you know what? I just got a new toy here in the US, which is mm -hmm. a mini motor home. And it's 2007. Okay. And very good condition. But it came with a, 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 a Vita Cassette player. <laughs> okay. Yeah, this is usual i mean even yeah 2007 yeah the cars had yeah, the uh, cassette players you know back then yeah now it's, and it's cd player even rare you know cd player if you get cd players already old but cassette player was normal and what i remember there was an adapter uh, which converted cd cds to cassettes yeah i do have this adapter in my rv but now i can do like from the cassette i can play usb on my phone Oh, this is what I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is new one. I just found this. Is, this is crazy. Uh huh. This is it's still this is, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh -huh. This is like you know yeah. a legacy. This is like ESB almost. You know, like or integration EIE enterprise uh -huh. application uh -huh. integration. Yeah, it's kind of art. It's not technology anymore. It's kind of art. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I'm curious. Uh, when you started to code or. Uh, how it happened? Yeah, um, so I started uh, typing basic code for the games. Mm -hmm. And then once I, I got my first computer, um, and then I got my first uh, flop drive. That was uh, uh, like, a, I, it just break the limits with the flop drive. And then I started uh, doing DBase 2. On flop drive, so I, I was able to run DBase on Z80s and then learning DBase. Yeah, first, uh, you, you, you said you started code games? Yeah, like cloning the games from the magazines. The code at that yeah. time was in basic, right? Yeah. It was all, all basic code. I didn't know how to write a software, but my first contact was like a, a typing some code, and then I mm -hmm. remember that we tried. We have like some interactions and then we try to put another number to like duplicate the number and see what was the result and the screen. Yeah, the okay. Game, so it, I did the same. So you, so you couldn't code, but you could uh, replicate the code and see what happens, right? This was like... Uh, uh -huh. Exactly. Yeah. And when you learned actually what happened, so when you knew that, you know, what is a let statement or for loop or whatever, so 
you learned proper from book or how it happened? Yeah, then uh, in the beginning was really investigating stuff, you know, researching basically. It was research and development. And but then um, I, I I told it on the podcast several times because but uh, I t t tell you once again so what I thought at the beginning you know the uh, REM statement in basic R E M right yeah. you know it uh -huh. this is common uh -huh. REM uh, this is the abbreviation of remark I think what I thought is that you can you know you have to draw a game with ASCII art so you know you prepend REM and then you can draw something and then the computer will animated somehow you know that you will get one page full of rems you know with the screen and they did once again and there's like a loop and you have if you do it 60 like you know like uh almost like uh comics how they work or not no not comics like you know the um the disney movies you know with with, with um, and and this was uh, nothing happened because you no know, rem it, it's just a comment it's like in java you know multi-line comment so you can you can do whatever you like so i was really disappointed and um yeah this was this was actually my first a program without any syntax errors, right? So I, I just wrote a comment, full screen comment. Yeah, I do remember that my first useful program was a, a, a director, a phone director to okay. store my, yeah, my, yeah, and storing on the cassette. And I keep this program for for a while. And I also remember at that time, I, I am a very a big Beatles fan. And for years, during like when I was from 12 until 16, I was just listening the White Album. Mm -hmm. And then I, I remember that I liked to record the LP, uh, the side A in the tape on the side A and side mm -hmm. B in the side B. So I always have some empty space in the end of the, the Beatles album. And then I used to fill with information so sometimes you were listening the white album and they stop at the white album that noise from the tape you know <laughs> okay so you were, you were reusing the empty space yeah sustainable storage no this was a high high density computing you know i would call it <laughs> uh, uh, was the white uh, album from Beatles the best? The best one, you think? I really like it. Until these days, I really think that they have the more... Uh, for the complexity inside white album in, and yeah. the maturity, I think that is the, the one, you know, followed by Letty B and Abbey Road. So they keep the same level. And I really like this phase. I don't like too much like uh, the yeah, 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 it's, phase of Beatles, I prefer the complex, more complex. Okay. What is the best song from the White, White Album? Um, that's, uh, I'm always changing, but I can say Happiness is a Warm Gun. Happiness? Nice. Happiness is a Warm Gun. I, I, I really like this one, but okay. I don't play this one. Let me see the other ones that I play from the White Album. I'm going to think and I answer. <laughs> what are you playing? Guitar or what? I play a little and then um, my wife is a professional and then I stop playing guitar because of her and try something different. So I'm playing ukulele. Okay. And, yeah. And, uh, and actually, let me tell another story. We are putting all the topics together. Last year, I did a, a demo with my ukulele and Java using processing.org. 
Do you know processing.org? No, but, but we, Pro- uh, we will cover Java later. Now, no, the listeners shouldn't even know that you, you are able to write Java programs, you know. Uh, no, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> processing is the father of Arduino, okay. actually. Processing was invented inside a, a, a university to teach artists how to uh, create animations. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a, let's say that is a, a DSL for Java because you can write Java classes and use inside, but it has a specific syntax to make it simple. We don't have main and the public static void demand. So, but it's Java in the end when you convert everything, and it's very, it's amazing. And then it has a library called Mining that can do fast Fourier transform in a very easy way. Mm-hmm. And so to show, uh, to show to have uh, a one, developer... one, one, one question to you because I hear now uh-huh. the public static void main all the time. So I learned C first, and there's also public static void main. But for me, it was the least possible problem to learn mm-hmm. language. I said, okay, it has to start with public static void main, main so I just do it. And, and this was like, you know, two minutes thinking. But after that, you know, the hard stuff, you know, starts. So I'm not so sure that the public static, that, you know, the existence of public static void main is a problem to anyone. So I cannot just imagine. Because for me, I remember exactly in, in C... Uh, what I also remember in C that the index is different to Java. I think uh, the uh, index zero of arcs is the name of the program, and in Java it is the first parameter. So those, but you know, I, I remember you know exactly the the moment of I saw this public static void main or not public static. I think it's just int main. I think in C, and I yeah, say yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. It has to 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 be named main, and th- then it is like this. And what is, what are the parameters? Okay, first parameter is the name of the program, and the se- the next one is the is the argument. Makes sense, and and th- this was it, right? And now the uh, method invocation parameters types. This was the hard stuff, but not the main. So um, I just I just wondering, you know, why everyone talks about the public static void main? I mean, this is the, the, the least possible problem you can you can have, right? Yeah, um, I agree and disagree. Okay. <laughs> from from a software developer, a professional software developer perspective, for sure. Like if you if you cannot deal with public static void main, just go do another thing, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but imagine that we are having, like as I said, artists that want to, to build stuff, no? and, and then uh, uh, if you have something that, okay, if you want to go further and understand what is static and uh, uh, what is vo- void for sure, so, uh, uh, very Okay, soon, you're right, okay. You know, so, and then you can go further. So on the, on the Arduino, for example, it's the same philosophy, like you just have two methods, the void setup and void loop. And mm-hmm. the processing that is for doing the, 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 the animations is same thing. It's you have the setup and you have a method called draw that mm-hmm. it's running in loop all the time. So you can draw the things and, and the setup just once and then the draw running loop all the time. And then uh, I think that like processing is Java and uh, is fathered of Arduino which is Arduino IDE is Java as well, which is a nice way to show how Java is powerful on user interface. Everybody uses Arduino, nobody complains about Java. 
And everybody mm -hmm. that is doing Arduino is using Java behind, mm -hmm. you know, to compile and to manage the libraries. So Arduino uh, and processing uh, show that Java can be really distributed as an executable for multi-platform. The distribution process is amazing, like they deliver the software as a native software without any kind of uh, pain, you know. You just install as a regular software and behind is Java. Mm -hmm. And especially Arduino had to deal with USB ports and Java and USB ports is yeah. something really, really hard. Yeah. And they yeah. did an amazing job. So um, my message is don't guilt the guitar, right? <laughs> Yeah, in the, you're right. But um, I, I started with BASIC, then Turbo Pascal, and then C came. It's not like I was a professional software developer. I had basically no idea as I started with C. So, uh, but uh, again, I remember that I wanted to learn C. So the GCC was compiler, okay. Then the parameters were harder. I remember minus O and whatever. So I said, this is harder to get. Um, and, then, and then the main was not a problem at all. And everything which came after that was harder to, to get. And uh, if I remember, if you're an artist, you maybe, you wouldn't start with the Java compiler. You would start more like, you know, with uh, BlueJ or GreenFood or, or, or Arduino software, which already starts Java and you're writing a script or something like this. Or, or you would write, you know, um, Apple, how is it called? Apple Basic. Or, no, Apple Basic, you know, the Apple programming language, Apple Script. Apple Script to automate, you know, software or whatever, because... If you're an artist, why you would like to write software from scratch, right? So I, I would rather you would compose pieces to something like an artist are doing, right? They are not, you know what I mean? But I get, yeah. of course, if there is a friction, it should be removed. I get it. But uh, it is, I would say that there are different, that there are other things which could be improved. Not necessarily, you know, the, the, the main method is a problem. I just wanted to hear your opinion because I hear it a lot and I thought about this. Okay, I remember my early days and, and you know, what I didn't like in Java, I didn't like the interfaces. I didn't like, you know, the uh, the uh, the idea of the Java virtual machine because in C was everything easier. You know, you could just compile, and, and I, back then, I for me it was good enough. And uh, but but the, the main method was not a problem. Yeah, Everyone I is remember, different, of course. Uh, learning Java I/O without knowing the decorator pattern was a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, but I have to admit, I I recognize several years later that it's a decorator pattern. I, I knew how it works, but uh, I didn't recognize this decorator pattern. I say hey, it really this is like decorator pattern for the Gengo Forboot, right? But back to you and back to mm -hmm. you know DBase. So you said you you wrote games, and then you mentioned DBase. What is the bridge D between writing games and uh, not DBase, oh, right? That's great because. Uh Along the road, writing games during vacations with my cousins was uh, something for fun. But then when I started learning DBase, I was already targeting, like, I want to work with this. I want but why you learn DBase? I mean, if you're programming games, there's no way that you will, you know, bump into DBase. So how how you got the idea to do something with DBase? Yeah, I, yeah, my uncle was a Clipper developer. Ah, so, okay, okay. Uh -huh, that's the bridge. And then he said, you, can, you cannot run Clipper in your MSX, but I noticed that you can run DBase too and go for it. And then I, 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 I did. And you know what? Like uh, some months later, I started writing a software for my another uncle 
that was managing uh, to sell houses and, mm -hmm. and he was looking forward to create a database of this. Mm -hmm. And then it was my first, uh, my first uh, job, let's say this way. Okay, cool. Yeah, and with this money I could buy a printer. And then I so had it worked well. So the so uncle was was happy with you. Was he was happy with me? Yeah, he was. He was. It was a nice, a nice way to start, and 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 from there, uh, once I delivered the software to my uncle, my uncle that was a software developer hired me to be uh, his trainee. So and then my professional history started in ninety two, ninety three. So okay. uh, 30 years ago, uh, 27, January 27, 93. <laughs> that was the okay. date I started a, a trainee for. And then I was, wow, now I'm going to do Clipper using two flop drives on IBM XT8080, right? So you knew that DBase is something exciting or special or, or you were excited about Clipper and DBase? So it was like back then, like, you know, the hot stuff or what's... That was, uh, uh, that the DBase was uh, very strong in the Brazilian market, I would okay. say, for companies. So it was the really first uh, uh, popular technology for, especially for small companies that uh, running like COBOL or something more complex uh, uh, would be harder. And so Clipper and DBase and FoxPro, I remember mm -hmm. FoxPro was very strong as well. But uh, yeah, I did a lot of money with Clipper actually it was my first. I, I tell you a Clipper story as well. So maybe it was five to 10 years ago, I got uh, a request from a company and it said, okay, uh, they've wrote, you know, the um, software, the finance software on Clipper. And now I think Windows, I, I forgot which Windows, I assume after Vista, Vista or later, was introduced, it doesn't work, the Clipper doesn't work anymore on this Windows. Maybe Windows, not Vista. What was after Vista? Was Windows what? Windows 10. I think Windows 10. Windows 10. Windows 10. Windows 10, yeah. Windows 10, Windows 10, Windows 10 doesn't run uh, Clipper anymore. And uh, they found me somewhere and I should help them, you know, to migrate it to Java. And I said, okay, look, a finance software? Uh, and it's like, do you know Java? No. So what, which programming language do you know? So um, it was, um, I think, PL1. And Clipper, and and they wanted to have Java, and I was the only who un understood Java. And I said, okay, actually, Mission Impossible. I mean, we cannot do this. I mean, how I, I I cannot understand Clipper. You don't understand Java. It will never work, right? And the guy was uh, like CTO back then. He was developer, but he now he was um, promoted until he is now CTO. And he said, uh, the nice guy, and he say, look, uh, but I exactly know what I did. So I know all the formulas or whatever, but I have to understand the code. So, okay, we could do this. So what we did, we've, we've wrote uh, the, uh, a Java system. Very simple. So I, I, I just used Java classes, only static methods, no new, because they couldn't understand new. So I wrote a you know, very simple program. And then I said, okay, how we test it? So forget unit tests. I mean, this would be too complicated. So what it did, I wrote like a small um, converter, which converted Excel with it parsed Excel use the data from Excel, you no know, run the tests and create another Excel with arrows red or green, you know. This this passed, this didn't pass. And we got we had lots of test data. And the amazing story, in two weeks the software was done with lots of fun. Because, you know, they knew exactly how it worked. 
And they told tell me, I saw it's this way, this door, okay, we write tests, this, this, this. And we were we had lots of fun, and at the end of the day, it worked. But at the end, the uh, company, the architects were somewhere else, and they look at the software and told, okay, this is, I mean, there is no UML diagrams, nothing, right? It's just software, so it cannot work this way. And they restarted the project, and they told me, it, it was like at the end, they were like, I forgot the exact number, but uh, what I remember, like 40 consultants were just responsible for documentation. So it, it, it was a huge project, and it didn't work for years, and we did it once again with new release, you know, in two weeks again, you know, after five years. So what I learned from the stories, actually, the most important thing is that uh, you have to, to, know, to know what you are doing, you know, from the business perspective, you know, the... The programming language or syntax or the technology is not even that important. So write simple code. And if you know what they are doing and the, and the mapping between, you know, the business and the code is direct, you will win because it's really maintainable. You know, it is some concept. And if you want to run a relation between the concept and the code, you will win. And uh, and and we had that much fun. We laugh, you know, the entire time and lots of jokes. And, and the others were asking us, you know, are you actually working? Because, uh, and, and, and well, this was a nice project. Just, uh, this was Clipper project. So this was, uh, and the guy was, he said Clipper was really great, and and he was completely convinced about Clipper. This was my Clipper story. Yeah, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> that's great to see Clipper. Uh, uh, I was uh, uh, when we launched the custom runtime on Lambda. I said, oh, I would love to run Clipper on Lambda just to buy. Just because I can, you know. <laughs> you, you, I, what, what do you have to do? You have you know, the next reinvent, reinvent. You have you know to have a slot. Ask you know to have a slot for clip on lambda. You will get it probably <laughs> on. Serverless <laughs> <laughs> clip on lambda, you know. So like, uh, 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 or, or, or step 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 clipper, you know. So step clipper functions. Step clipper. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, yeah, because you can do. I think that there is a framework for Clipper on Linux. I, I remember something. I think it will work. It has to work, you know, because uh, you have you know the um, custom runtimes. I think if you if you create the bridge, it has to work. I mean, yeah, Harbor, Harbor, Project Harbor is the name. Yeah, but the... we are way too far. We are already talking about the future, like reinvent and Clipper, but. Um, <laughs> in the past, so you started with the clipper, and you and you and, and you worked for your for your uncle, and you and you and you and you earned some money with DBase and Clipper. So what was the next step? As so in nineteen ninety three, it was uh, almost before Java. Like Java came came out nineteen ninety five. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And then um, from there, we did a train, uh, a, a very nice one to learn C. Uh, programming language with uh, a, a, a teacher. Uh, her name was Viviane Victorini Mizahi. She was in charge of bringing the, the C programming language to, to Brazil in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And she was in charge of like creating libraries for Hans Donner uh, for animations and uh, and then we went to the to to her training. It was a very intensive training. Uh, I, I think that almost a hundred hours. And, why you did it? And, because you you knew that C is the next thing, or why? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I I I thought that like I I feel like Clipper was like okay for doing commercial software, okay. but. I want to go to the next step, and then yeah, we start doing. And the, the the fun fact of this training is that I was 15 years old, hmm. uh, and uh, with my ankle. And then uh, at that time, uh, we just have the DOS as operational system, and then the, the the your your code. So we used to access the the registers 
the CMOs and the registers uh, to have access to the to the to the phones and things like that, and then and then if you do any mistake, uh, you will re restart your computer once you try to run your software, right? Because you yeah. really have access to the low level of the registers. Mm -hmm. And uh, my nickname in the end of the training was the Reset Boy. Reset Boy. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle was Bootman and Reset Boy. That was okay. the name. <laughs> and then uh, we start doing libraries, uh, graphical libraries for uh, Clipper software. So we mm -hmm. that was the first project we did, like plotting charts in graphical mode, and that was really next level for Clipper. Was it was it successful? No, because uh, they have a they they, uh, they they someone a big company just launched a library called, called CLBC, which is the Clipper library. Uh, okay. Whatever. And then it was huge, but yeah, we I we I had a lot of fun and learning about the the real operation behind the computer. I didn't make so much money with C, but I really, it really pushed me to understand uh, what was behind my Clipper software and there were mm -hmm. much more theory to learn. And then, Adam, um, the we started migrating to Windows. Uh, the Windows started having, because at that time we have DOS and DOS shell, which was mm -hmm. the Windows uh, in text mode. Uh, mm -hmm. And you could have multiple apps, but I don't remember exactly, but it was a draft of the Windows in the graphical mode. And then I remember that Windows 3 just arrived uh, very strong. And then suddenly you don't have access to the registers anymore. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I, I was feeling like, okay, this this uh, Windows will put me uh, far away from, now that I was so close from my computer, I need to learn how to build DLLs to access what I was accessing before. Mm -hmm. and, and, and then all the programming languages, like uh, in Brazil, we had a competition between Delphi and Visual Basic. Mm -hmm. Everywhere else and, as well. I think Delphi was huge in Europe as well. And Visual Basic as well. So, uh, yeah. I think Delphi was a little bit more professional. This is yeah, my, my feeling. They were, they, they, they were, the projects were bigger and more challenging. And Visual Basic were more, more like Office-like CRUD applications, you know, ex those simpler databases, but more user interaction, something like this. Yeah, I think that two important things started happening at that time. One, it was the migration from the text mode to graphical mode, which was kind of tricky because you start needing like UI abilities that uh, when you write software in DOS, you have to to provide like develop good developer experience and good UIs, but uh, very limited resources and sometimes limiting the resources is better uh, uh, <laughs> because you you don't have a lot to do to invent or reinvent. And the other thing that I remember was the competition between Novel Network and Windows. We uh, Novel Lantastic. I use it a lot of Lantastic, mm -hmm. Lantastic Novel, and Windows came with TCP/IP, which was very slow 
Windsock, windsock, trumpet or something like this, right? So it was something with uh -huh. trumpet? Trumpet, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, like IP, IPX, the protocol from Nova, mm -hmm. was much faster for transferring files over the network than TCP IP. Mm -hmm. But then the more the lose the the the, the Moore's law uh, just start uh, making TCP/IP faster. But for years I used uh, Lantastic with Novell dedicated server 3.11 and it 3.11 I don't know 3.11 was Windows 3 something and man it was so stable for Clipper software. We have a school with uh, more than 20 computers in the same network, which is, was big for that time, and stable for months. Like, you just put there and it was very stable. It was amazing. I think I started with Novell Netware 5 and immediately with Java because uh, uh, Novell was also big in J with Java. So they had owned Java and NDS Novell directory services for managing you know, of the printers, like uh, LDAP-like structure. And uh, it was integrated. This was huge in in Germany. So you know the uh, and the management in the office and um, everything was red. I remember this was a it was some completely different operating system, and uh, yeah, and Novell even in one time they had support for Tenga, which was uh, web before WebLogic. It was called Tenga because it is the neighbor island of Java. This was uh, Tenga with H, and this run on Novell. So I remember also back then. Wow, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then we started doing like uh, Windows and then having the both protocols. I remember that for for a period, you uh, we have the TCP IP for doing some things and IPX, uh, IPX, mm -hmm. no, the, the fantastic one for doing like uh, data transfer. I mm -hmm. remember dealing with both protocols and then after Windows, the next Windows, uh, Windows NT, uh, Windows NT, NT, yeah, three, three, five, one was a big version, uh, very and four stable. was, I think, the really stable. It was the workstation, right? Windows, Windows NT four. NT four was uh, something to 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 uh, war battles. <laughs> yeah, yeah it was like uh, almost using a Unix, the Unix like kernel. What I remember, the NT, it was completely rewrite of Windows. Yeah, yeah, and then. I start I start doing DLLs in and in still visual. and you didn't did Java back then. NT4 was pretty late already, so Java started with Windows 1995. So my three were related to the game. So I'm disappointed right now. I thought you know you run Java on Windows no, no, 19. No. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Java. My my history with Java. So I was working for some microsystems as a a, a, a contractor. And that time in 97, 98... How you got to Sun? Uh, yeah, I, my, my ex-boss from one company was hired as manager from Sun. Oh, and okay. I was contractor for many companies because I never went to university. Actually, AWS is my first formal job. And uh, 20 years ago, you couldn't have a, a, a regular job without a university uh, mm -hmm. certificate, you know. Uh, degrees and things like that. So I was contractor for Sun. In 98, Sun wasn't using Java for their customers. We were using Perl instead. So, and then I was working for Sun doing uh, uh, web interfaces for managing LDAPs as well, uh, okay. using Perl. 
And then the Java training started at Sun and someone say, okay, if someone wants to be certified on Java as Java developer, I have these uh, kits of uh, videos that you can watch the videos. I pay for the certification exam and you may be a Java instructor. And then, okay, I grab it, the opportunity, and then uh, I started doing Java inside Sun, but then I was working for Sun. So do you know SL275, what it is? SL what? SL275. Oh, yeah, 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 the, 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 the training, yeah. The, the, this one was the training that I mo most delivered in my life, you know? Okay. Yeah. It was a very bad training because it was all mixed the concepts and it was terrible. It was Java, Java programming, Java, Java basics or whatever, right? Yeah, you have and two and SL two eight five, you know, still two eight five. Two eight five. It was the workshop. Exactly. Uh, wow. And three ten. Yeah. 310 was the distributed computing. Okay, wow, not bad. <laughs> okay. And 350? <350, laughs> 350 was EGB, right? EGB, EGB. And uh, the design patterns 00226. The yeah, exactly. Pattern. It was object oriented programming, is 006. And uh, <laughs> there was another one, SL500, was Java e patterns, of course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And SL425 yeah. was the architecture. And I spent most of my time in the 425, 500, and 310. I was also a contractor, but just as training. So I did it for fun as vacations. Mm -hmm. I remember that I met my, my ex-wife on the SL310. Oh, <laughs> very good. So, but it's yeah, a, a bad sign. How you can meet, you know, your wife in distributed programming. This should be like, you yeah. know, like... Uh, not distributed. What is the, what is actually the opposite of distributed? It's like collocated uh, programming. You know, this would be something. Like <laughs> <laughs> Not distributed. Centralized. Centralized. Centralized okay. programming. Uh, centralized programming. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. But, but how? Uh, one one thing. One small bridge. What was the bridge between Novell, IP, IP, uh, IPX, and TCP/IP, and and Sun Microsystems? So, what did it, you you started as a consultant? So you left your uncle, and then you started as a consulting job, or, or what? Yeah, I I left my my uncle. We were working for the same company, and mm -hmm. he left to be a director in another company, and then I okay. assumed uh, the team there in this company, but it was. Crazy, and it was a, a, a marketing agency actually, and okay. I was in charge of the data center and doing crazy mm -hmm. softwares for campaigns, so with mm -hmm. very slow uh, uh, deadlines. And then I left to work for an outsourcing company. At that time, the, the, the companies were starting to move their data centers mm -hmm. and to do the collocation, the collocation. Mm -hmm. And then I moved to this company, and there I started uh, having contact with uh, uh, different types of Unix, like Sun Solaris, mm -hmm. uh, HP, UX, uh, IBM, A uh, uh, AIX. Yeah, AIX, uh, exactly. AIS 400, they have there. Mm -hmm. And then I start doing Java because we need to monitor all the things using SNMP. Oh, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. There were good libraries. Simple network SM. management protocol. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. UDP, yeah. It's very nice one. It's a fun one. There were traps, so, right? In SNMP, there were traps, as I remember, right? Traps, traps. right? Yeah, you can, you can, you have three operations. You can 
send traps, you can uh, do get, like a, mm -hmm. uh, with an object ID and get some information. And then there is the opposite way. Yeah, that would... No, the trap it was, was almost dead, right? SNMP is just no, no more available, I would say, right? I would say that... It, it should be alive behind the scenes in, in some halters, you know. But yeah, but, but in Java, what happens in Java, I remember at the beginning, most of the application server had SNMP and it died because of JMX. So JMX uh -huh. killed SNMP. Yeah, so this was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Java, it was different yeah, level, but still, I cannot remember that any company used ever SNMP on, in Java. So it was like yeah. maybe low level, you know, but not for Java servers. Or so the JMX was always. Yeah, the problem with SNMP was a lack of security in the version one, right? Because you just have a plain text to protect the things, and the, 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 there are many opportunities to attack uh, companies uh, through the SNM, SNMP because the public, the operations, the default password is public, and for uh, private is private. So if you don't change. So now, it, now it, it wouldn't fly, I would say, with you no know, without security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, for uh, I, in the beginning of Internet of Things, many people used SNMP to grab data from sensors because the way that you organize your your devices uh, network mm -hmm. and a hierarchy of your devices and the diagram is amazing. The the mm -hmm. concept of object identification and the object tree. From mm -hmm. SNMP, it's very, very good. Mm -hmm. uh, and many people use it uh, before MQTT getting popular and after after IBM stopped charging for MQTT, right? Because MQTT is a 20 years old protocol. Mm -hmm. And that is not something new. The new is that IBM stopped charging for the protocol and then everybody's using for IoT, right? Okay. And then you somehow got into Sun, right? Because if you knew Solaris, you maybe met, you know, some people from Sun. This was the first contact. Uh, yeah, Carlos Husconi was my manager and uh, he was, he, he, he liked the way I, I, I write code and I was like, okay, it's Perl, I'm in, it's Visual Basic, I am in, it's Java, I can learn. A lot of uh, bias to, to learn new things. Uh, I was young, I still have the, this bias, but you know, I'm very much more slow. <laughs> but, uh, and then I, yeah, and then I start uh, uh, as a son. One question to you, work. because you say uh, you are slower now. Do, are we really slower or we just don't do stupid things anymore? I think if you are young, you try everything out. And, and now it's like, you know, we already know it doesn't make any sense to do it because it is the chance very high that is it is waste of time. And uh, if you're young, you are, I don't know whether you're productive. You do lots of things, but maybe, you know, 80% dies, right? You learn stuff this way, but you are not fast. Yeah, yeah. Your, your deep learning is more, is less accurate, you know, so. <laughs> uh, because I thought about this a, a lot because I, I have the feeling I get, faster and faster and I'm, I'm not writing any waste so sometimes I write code just for fun this is not a waste I just wrote it for fun but uh, what I remember at the beginning I tried a lot of things out and they never worked and uh -huh. now it is and, and, and now I would say for years 
uh, that I try something and it doesn't work. Maybe it works, I'm not satisfied or it is boring, so I stop. But at the beginning, I did lots of small projects like it is too hard, I stop, you know, this is too hard, I stop. So I've wrote, you know, continuously code, but not everything worked. So it's really interesting, yeah. you know, to see if you get older, are you really slower or you just say, okay, I'm bored with it. So yeah, I do something different, which, which, uh, which could be more successful, right? Yeah, let's say in terms of technology that we, we have a reinforcement learning way to, 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 uh, to uh, progress, you know. So mm-hmm. in the beginning, I think that we have a lot of energy, but then we struggle. Like if we, if we look at deep racer models, mm-hmm. you see the, the, the car when it's in the very beginning of the training, the car is struggling from yeah, one exactly. side to another side. And then you are not go moving forward. You are doing a lot of things, but you are not moving forward. Yeah, and but I, your, your I, speed is faster. But if you, if you measure the speed in one direction, it's slower, right? This is how we go. Yeah. That's, that's the point. That's the point. I think that now we 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 can be slow, we can we can go slowly because we know the direction is right is the right direction. So we don't need to to if we can if we need to go faster. We but can uh, go faster. even if we go, you know, I don't know why, why you. I mean, we are typing as fast as before. We do less mistakes, and we know what we will write. So why, why are you saying we are slower than really, if you think about this, right? Because uh, it's not like we are typing, you know, it's, I don't, I, I thought about this, I, I would say last two days, right? So, okay, I, I wrote some code, you know, 20 years ago, and now what, what's the difference? And I don't think I'm slower now than 20 years ago, I would say. Mm, yeah. Do you think so? You are in, you are in a very good shape. <laughs> uh, you are, you you are, are a surfer, you, you know. You are you are using your brain probably you are using your Java brain much more than I am using you know uh, because no, yeah okay this is different this is not your no, not your age if you're interested uh-huh. in different things you know and you don't do Java anymore this is different okay this but if you would you know keep doing Java or you will keep I don't know programming other language let's say Python and and you I know you stick with Python all the time I assume that if you get older you are still faster. Or you know, uh-huh. if you, you maybe you miss a, a trend, right? So if you say there's a new development in Python and you ignore it, then you have a problem. But if you are still, you know, you would like to incrementally learn. I don't think you you are you can get slower. Now, now let's say about the white elephant. So, and what about the Chat GPT <laughs> for writing software and converting legacies yeah. for a. I, I I used you know uh, Code Whisperer. I used uh, the um, Copilot. What's uh, Copilot? And uh-huh. it was interesting experience. But uh, what I recognized quickly that it it is it trained on tutorials like code, and the code worked, but it was too much code. So I was always able to delete the code. So uh, uh, it was interesting learning experience for me because I said, okay, this is interesting. How how what the suggestion is, but I don't like it. So I tweak the code so i would say if you know coding you can be faster if you don't know coding you are in trouble because uh if you accept everything it won't work but you know you can be for me it is like you know code completion on steroids oh good good definition i like yeah for me (laughs) for me and uh but i deactivated all the agents right now because i would like to write cleaner code but i really would like to reactivate them and just Sometimes I know switch IDEs, and sometimes I now which and ChatGPT. I would say this is no no way around. 
it will stay here, I would say, and uh, it will change how we code as well. But it's not, I would say, you, if you accept that and you can code, you are faster. And if you don't accept it in one point of time, you will lose because I think ChatGPT get better and better and uh, and you will have to do something with it, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I really, I'm really looking forward to uh, to use this for uh, for uh, modernization, app modernization. Like I have a big legacy with mm -hmm. JBoss, you know, and if you look, it's so similar everything and so yeah. simple to a model to understand what I have there and what I want to have on Quarkus, for example. And mm -hmm. But what so, would be interesting, there some tools are already doing this. So you can say, okay, chat, uh, no, chat GPT or chat GPT, not that much, but uh, let's say the Copilot or Code Whisperer. This is my code base I wrote. Just learn from that. So it will suggest yeah. my code and maybe, you know, my code with uh, external best practices mixed. This could be really interesting because then you have something like a pattern engine or, you know, a, a macro engine. You know? But now back to uh -huh. you. I will have to reinvite uh -huh. you again. I see it already. <laughs> Um, so, but, uh, you know, the Sun Microsystems time, at least, we should cover. So, you started um, at Sun, you told me, and um, as a contractor, right? Yeah, always then, as a contractor. Uh, and, yeah. and then you started to, to, to give courses because you bumped into the video course, and you say, okay, and now it's certified, and you started to deliver courses. And I, I was, at that time, I was a Microsoft certifying instructor for the Visual Basic, so I was playing both games, so Microsoft... And uh, so, so I was really in love of teaching developers, you know. Mm -hmm. So what do you uh, like better, Visual Basic or Java back then? No, no. At that time, I was doing Visual Basic just for my last uh, jobs and doing trainings, and I just stopped it. Uh, okay. Uh, um, I think that nine nine, I stopped it with Visual Basic, and but if I have a, a a training opportunity and I have time, it was a good money for doing an extra, but. Uh, at that time, it was all about Java and, and uh, yeah. And then uh, uh, what happened there uh, from there inside some microsystems, I had like I had a contract as a, a consultant and uh, as an instructor. And then at that time, Sun Microsystems in Brazil was like growing very fast. Mm -hmm. But I don't I don't remember what was happening here in U.S., but they have uh, uh, they freeze all the new hires uh, mm -hmm. uh, at some microsystem for some reason, and I, and then I was kind of lucky because my company was uh, legal uh, legal and uh, with a legal contract, and then they said, okay, let's uh, uh, use can we use your company and we can we need to hire twenty managers for projects, and then. Uh, we pay this X and you intermediate until the freezing uh, 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 is here. And then once the freezing is gone, we can hire them. And then, oh, okay, let's do it. I have some risk, but okay, I can earn some money. Okay, but your company will need a better name because the name was my surname, Sanger Services, uh, Technology mm -hmm. Services. And then, okay, and then uh, 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 I, I was with the marketing team at some microsystem, and then a, 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 girl, a woman, a Khaled Ilana, just uh, look and, okay, Java is global, runs everywhere. So 
your company can have the name Global Code. Ah, okay. I love the name. <laughs> so, and then uh, my company started inside some microsystems here. Uh, and now my story, because then I met Yara. And oh, then okay. Yara, Yara was working for Accenture. And then... Um, What's his uh, last name? Yara. Mm -hmm. Yara Mascarenhas. Uh, now it's Mascarenhas. Huh? Okay. Before that. And then uh, what happened there? Uh, I stopped working for the some microsystems for training. I, I didn't renew my contract because I was having a lot of opportunities to do personal trainings and mm -hmm. my contract wouldn't allow me. And I mm -hmm. said, oh, this year I will try to be individual and sell my, my, my own trainings. And then I created uh, the, the AWS job, the AWS. The, okay, now I'm creating the AWS Java Academy, but at that, at that time I created Java Academy based mm -hmm. on my experience in delivering this, the, 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 the trainings at Sun. I noticed that that kind of training was very expensive for individuals. Most of the times the companies were, were paying for mm -hmm. the, the employees to be trained. I think that you have the same, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. And then I say, we need to create something for individuals that they can mm -hmm. really learn mm -hmm. in a slow motion. And then I create the Java Academy, which in Portuguese would be the Java Gym. Oh. And so you go twice a week to the Java Gym, and then you have four hours per, uh, per day, eight hours per week, and you have a slow cooking process to learn Java over four months and not in a week. You start on Monday, you finish on Friday, and if you don't use that knowledge in the next week, you are going to forget. So I try to fix the things, the issues that we have at Sun uh, Trainings uh, mm -hmm. on the Java Academy. Mm -hmm. And man, I made my life. Uh, I have two kids because of that. <laughs> because of that? Yeah, exactly, because you met your wife in this stupid programming course. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then we have two kids, Maria and Rafa, and... Uh, Yad and I, we still have the, the, we founded the developers conference right after. Okay. Which has a, which also has a story with some microsystems because we just founded the, the TDC. Look that, how the things are. Because we were pumping with the Java Academy and some wasn't happy with us because they, they were starting targeting individuals beyond companies and said, oh, Vinicius just learned everything here and launched his product and everything. And we were sponsoring the Sun Tech Day. Do you remember oh, Sun Tech yeah, Day? Yeah, Sun Tech Days, yeah. I attended in Frankfurt we, several times. We sponsored in Brazil and as, a, as Global Code. And then James Gosling came to Brazil and then we bring everybody to... Uh, for a boat trip, it was amazing, and I have a very, I, I, I still have a good relation with James Gosling. But at that time, our relation with the the the, the real Java engineers was perfect. And then the next year, Sun didn't allow it Global Code to sponsor SunTech Days anymore, and then okay. say, okay, you don't want our money, we are going to create our our own conference. Okay. And then we created the developers conference, which is a daily job of more than 40 employees, and I'm very proud of that. Yara is the is the CTO, C CEO actually, and doing a great job there. 
And so Global Code was a big deal back then, right? Were you the CTO or CEO? What was it? Your owner? What was your role at Global Code? Yeah, I was the CTO. The CTO. Yeah. Okay. I was Incredible. In inventing new methodologies and. How big and was then, the Global uh, Code in, in in Brazil? How how big was the company? Ah, uh, we we had uh, 15 branches in different cities. Wow. Uh, so huge. Yeah. Huge, yeah, but the, the brands are like partners, and uh, uh, we own three different brands in three different cities, and then more 12 from partners. And like we used, uh, uh, like uh, up to uh, 50 Java instructors, and yeah, it was huge. But how is it possible uh, from Sanger Technologies to Global Code? And, and you became, you know, from owner to CTO. So you were, you know, degraded. <laughs> yeah, you can promote yourself. It's easy. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, be, no because <laughs> Sanger, you were owner, but in Global Code, you were CTO. And CTO is less than owner, right? No? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, look, uh, Yara was always my, my partner there. Oh, I okay. launched the company alone, but Yara was always my partner there. So we we split the the the, the responsibilities. And ah, do you, now I understand. Okay. Yeah, and and but then in 2003 we were growing so fast that I say I need to hire a boss for me because without a boss, I will not do the right things. And then I hire my ex boss from my ex company that I was working as a contractor. Oh, he's a good boss. Cool. <laughs> Let's bring him. <laughs> Yeah. Incredible story. Uh, yeah. So I actually attended the TDC. I was invited last year to a remote conference. So I actually was a speaker at the TDC, which was a really I nice conference. Know. How was your experience? Ex very good, because um, I, I never was in conference in Brazil. This was a remote conference, and, and there was a podcast and a conference, I remember. And uh, I met, you know, the Java champions, and uh, for me, it was great. So uh, I really liked that. It was the TDC, exactly. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it was last year uh, ago. So it was a, the, the old conference, right? So it's... Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, 15 years old. Yeah, conference. yeah. What you said, it should be like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A yeah, cool story. We so start, because yeah. as, uh, Sun didn't want it, uh, your money, you started your own conference with your money, right? So this was... Yeah, that was the story. Uh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> But interesting that And Sun then, was so, st so strategic, you know. For my impression of Sun is they just, you know, is like, you know, like a software hippies, you know. They do whatever uh, suits the open source platform. But in your case, they were more strategic. They, they wanted, you know, to sell something, which was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a... Uh... A lot of learning, you know, for everybody and and for Sun. Sun was so exciting company. It's yeah. a case that should be studied better, you know, for not happening again because um, it will happen again, I think. Yeah, they were very ahead of time. I remember like a Sun Spot, and uh, yeah, if you look at uh, Sun Spot was uh, like uh, being launched. Uh, earlier than Arduino uh, get all yeah. the popularity. But if you look at the Sunspot architecture, you have a ARM microcontroller running... Small programmable uh, object technology. This is Spot. Small uh, programmable <laughs> object technology. Yeah. Exactly. I have two Spots yeah, still. I still have here with me. Yeah, it's always near from me. And then uh, if you look at the architecture, it has an ARM microcontroller running the Java Squawk. I, mm -hmm. I, I think that was the, the real-time virtual machine. And this It was, was in 2007 and 8, I remember. Yeah, 2007 and 8, yeah, yeah. 
and all the hardware, the the the, the, the IoT was wasn't. Uh, uh, we didn't have the name IoT at that time. You know what they used these spots for uh, at Sun? What was the use case for uh, spots internal? For doing demos. <laughs> no, they use yeah, but they also use. Uh, you, you you remember? I think the name was Sun Container. I think. It, uh, you could uh, buy a data center from Sun, and it was shipped as a, a shipping container. And inside the container was fully loaded with uh, with computers, and uh, it had external power and external cooling, and like a shipping container. And I think it was called Sun Container. And these pods, they were they measured the temperature and they measure you know the uh, like a sensors. They were used like a you know um, ob- ob- how to call it observability tools for the sun shipping container wow amazing amazing yeah look they were very ahead it's like snowmobile like a snowmobile back then you know snowmobile from aws it exactly the same actually story yeah 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 i I, I was mentioning the the same thing but how many years like 15 years earlier yeah so they they were very ahead of time i think that with sunspot even with Java, with all the the network is the computer. That's mm-hmm. a so strong uh, uh, philosophy that they now look. The network is the computer. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Of course. So um, it's Sun, and and sorry, not Sun. We are talking about Global Code uh, already. So TDC, and what happened with Global Code, or what what is trajectory to now? I mean. Because it's ah, interesting now. Because yeah, for training, uh, we, TDC start growing very fast, mm-hmm. and we have some good competitors in Brazil for trainings, more mm-hmm. than one. But then, uh, the, once we start paying more attention on TDC, uh, they were trying to create a conference, and they stopped doing the conference, and we stopped doing training, and uh, so Alura is now the company that is uh, very well succeed in Brazil for providing training, not just Java training. Mm-hmm. And I'm framed from Paulo Silveira and Guilherme Silveira. They are the founders. They are amazing Java developers as well. And uh, and then, yeah, Global Code, we just uh, published our, our material, all the content from the trainings as open source. Uh, and then distributed in different websites, and uh, and then we just keep uh, global code is just maintaining TDC, and so it's a a a, a company that is not doing Java training anymore, and TDC okay. just grow a lot, a lot, a lot, and but but you quit the... then in one point of time, right? So you are no more CTO. Yeah. So once five years ago, when I when I, I started working for AWS. How how this then, uh, from global code to uh, AWS? Because you know global was, code sounds a way better than AWS, so this is why. So, sounds sounds <laughs> larger, you know. It sounds larger. AWS for me is like a small company, and global code is a global <laughs> code, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I um, once TDC start. Uh, uh, doing very well i said okay let me find some something else and then i was doing iot projects for aws actually for smart cities and then they usually they sponsor tdc and they need someone to deliver a workshop about iot and then i was there delivering the workshop 
And, and then uh, I was working with AWS Brazil for TDC. And then my friend, Julio Ferman, mm-hmm. that he was the, the, the technical evangelist at that time, and we call us technical evangelist for Latin America. And he was moving to Spain. And then mm-hmm. he said, hey, come on, you are, you are uh, now you, you don't have any project to deliver. You are just surfing. And I was really enjoying my life. <laughs> Just ah, like, come on, uh, try to uh, uh, to do the interviews for my position, and you will help me because my manager uh, want to move me, but he want to see that we have candidates. Uh, uh, so I said, okay, let's do this exercise, and then uh, I don't want a, a fixed job, and but let's do it to help Julio and see. And I never. It was like many years that I. I didn't went to any uh, uh, hiding process, you know, mm-hmm. for years and years. And then uh, let's do this exercise. Last time was for Yahoo here in California, because I was here for a Java one. And then someone said, oh, go there and train to do interview in English. And then I did an interview 2007 here for Yahoo. And then I start the process. And, and then I think that after the four interviews i got approved on my technical background mm-hmm. and got approved with everything and then i said okay now it's time to know uh, how much they pay and uh, what is the benefits and everything and they d- didn't open but uh, i started investigate with some friends and uh, ah looks interesting and the 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 secret behind this is that i was uh, on jay on the beach in 2007 and I was with a friend of mine that uh, is a, was a CTO, a founder and CTO for a, a big company. And then he said, you know what? I heard that James Gosling is moving to AWS. And then I said, man, I am in the process for being a technical evangelist there. Maybe it's a, it's a great sign, you know, like Gosling is going there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, then, and then I said it was getting interesting, interesting, and the offer was very good. And I just passed the, the loop, the famous loop process. And uh, yeah, and then I started working, working as an employee, and I just like fall in love because <laughs> I was taking care about companies for 20 years. And you know, you have advantages and disadvantages and I was looking forward to be on the other side of the moon. <laughs> yeah, and what you did at AWS? So what was what your job or what what was your task? Yeah, I was covering in the past I was covering uh, Latin America. I was a regional DA for four years. But what does it mean? Then, what you did? Uh, regional DA you basically you take care about uh, 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 you have a fixed region and then you have to cover uh, technologies, three or four technologies that are your in your domain. And in my case, I was covering like Java, IoT, serverless, AIML. So uh, we do talks for all the, the conferences that we organize, like summits or cloud experience, startup days. We have many conferences that we use, use to organize. Now, not that much. 
And we take care about the user groups, uh, launching new user groups, maintaining the, the existing user groups. Hey, Vinicius, what, what is missing is a Java-only conference about AWS technologies. You have Coretto, you know, this would be cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah, now I move to, to be a Java specialist. Uh, I'm working in this position for a year and a half. And oh, okay. yeah, now I'm, I'm trying to, to, to put all the, the pieces of this Java puzzle together, you know? I think that if we say Netbeans. that programming languages are puzzles, Java is the biggest, uh, more pieces to put together because we have Quarkus, we have Spring, we have uh, Jakarta EE, we have Maven, we have Gradle, we have fragmentation everywhere. And yeah, so, but I'm happy because I'm really working with James Gosling. Sometimes we have uh, meetings and... Oh, really? Uh, you are working with him? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Yeah, not working, but uh, I ask him, uh, can you give me 15 minutes of your time to review something with me? And then two times, three times per year, uh, he, he, he accepts and um, I don't ask too much. Uh, yeah. Is it like the, you know, the 15 minutes for Christmas from, from James, something like this, right? Uh, yeah, but he's amazing. And also, I'm very happy because uh, uh, Coreto is a big thing, is open yeah. source. I'd like to promote much more open source and neutral technologies than selling things. It's not my, my style of doing the things, you know. Uh, yeah. And then I'm, I'm working with Quarkus now a lot. I'm in love with Quarkus. I think that Quarkus is bringing a lot of fun to Java development again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but yeah, we need to do much more. I agree with you, Adam. Uh, we have a, a lot of cool stuff to do uh, for conferences, for promoting open source. And we, um, we are trying to organize uh, uh, new stuff. At AWS, we are working on a Java game day. So it's a kind of game inside Roblox that you walk through and you need to build uh, backend applications and uh, and then you need to feed the Roblox with the URL and then you have quiz, you have phase. I'm working on this prototype of the Java game day because I think that also onboarding new Java developers, yeah. not for it, I'm not talking with the AWS t-shirt, but I really think that we have like um, uh, thousands of new developers coming to the market every year and uh, I'm worried about onboarding Java developers and also showing that Java can be used on cool stuff. I was mentioning the demo for you. I use FFT and then I detect a note from my ukulele and then I convert to IoT message using them. This was the processing org demo, right? So now it's time to talk uh -huh. about this. This was the processing org, which is the predecessor of Arduino. Now, now is now we are in the right time slot to talk about that. So uh, <laughs> what are you doing? So, so you are recognizing nodes. Notes, notes, yeah, frequency. So, uh, 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 so with FFT, you can convert signals to frequency. And actually, to say here, Fourier transform. Uh, what is FFT? Fourier transform is. Oh wow! This was this yeah. was your uh, math fun, you know, back then at school. FFT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So with processing in like four lines of code, you just grab your microphone in object, and you just pass as a, a argument for the FFT constructor, and then you just ask like. Well, 
stop here and give me how much of this frequency I have. And then okay. you can go to the frequency, the notes, the, the standard uh, uh, notes frequency and recognize with a very good precision. And then from there, I sent you the IoT broker. In my case, I was using the AWS one, the IoT core. And then I, I could feed like home automation system. I could feed Roblox, Minecraft, and then uh, playing the game, playing the ukulele, you could make a uh, start raining, you could turn on and turn off lamps, and then you cool can story. use your, your mm -hmm. instrument as a remote control, basically. <laughs> so there are, there are live beyond enterprises workload for Java. That's my message, you know. Cool stuff. So I never met you. So I, I, we met at Java user group. Last one it was so Java, right? The Su Java Java is a group, and I just noticed that you are, you know about Java, and uh, yeah, we had a nice conversation, and uh, I was not aware that you are doing so much Java stuff at AWS actually. Yeah, yeah, we are trying to like uh, um, my my mission is try to like uh, uh, create this bridge between the the Java community and the service teams because for us so many services related to Java. And as I said, uh, beyond all the Java fragmentation in the, in the Java ecosystem, we also have a big fragmentation inside AWS. Like you can run containers uh, uh, in so many different services and, and containers is a so big topic on Java, right? I would say uh, containers, um, yeah, it's m maybe an AWS not the problem is fragmentation. Uh, because it's choice, you can you can have as many. You know, it's almost it's economic, you know, decision which which solution to pick usually. But uh, but uh, what I see a problem is that uh, over time Java disappeared of most of tutorials. So you have a uh, lots of tutorials with Python, and Java is not even you know uh, um, there. And um, but good for me because uh, my project our Java, and if I show you know that something works on AWS with Java, everyone is stunned. This is Wow, it works this way. So it was uh, low-hanging fruits <laughs> to me. I just show hello world, and everyone is happy. I say, okay, so this is. I mean, this is not a big deal. It just works, right? Uh, especially Quarkus or Lambda, for instance, are great fit combined with CDK and Maven. This is you can do incredible things because you can have you know, you can have uh, self-provisioned runtimes with Java. With I mean, for every Java developer is just you can use the same IDE. And and you can even have ex executable infrastructure as code, like an ex executable jar. You say Java manage jar, and you get your and you get your infrastructure as code. So um, this is, I think, what should do a little bit more. But because my perception is that you know the big enterprises look at AWS and say, okay, the, maybe Java is not a cloud native language anymore. So this is my first you know impression from outside, which is of course not true. Uh -huh. But uh, you have to work more on tutorials, conferences, you know, sh show maybe external investment because in where Java is also money, you know, big enterprise running Java. And for them, if they know that, you know, they can still use Java in the cloud, they, they don't have to migrate, which is a huge time saver. Another observation, so I do um, shorts about Java on YouTube channel just for fun. But what I noticed is sometimes I think, okay, there's a trivial stuff. I don't, don't, don't even bother to record a short because it's trivial, but it's okay, let's do, let's try it. So I just did, for instance, one about static imports in Java, which is very simple, right? And but there is audience for that, so it seems like really new developers are uh, happy to see you know some introductory stuff about Java, and there are still people who would like to learn Java. So I think we should also do more in the you know in the cool hello world stuff with Java. 
so you can we can so java can be concise you know you don't you don't have to have you know uh, 50 interfaces and two factories to 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 write hello world so you can do it very efficiently and um and this is maybe because you know all the architects did a lot of harm back then because you know we wrote 20 layers to hit the database which was not necessary at all and uh, there are still lots of old tutorials on stack overflow and everywhere which are absolutely out of date so i, I think it's time to show more more than java right yeah yeah and absolutely and it uh it uh, just meet what i'm i'm doing the another project uh, the AWS Java Academy, based on the experience that I had on Global Cool. cool. Mm -hmm. so, uh, last year, I started uh, writing a pet store, the mm -hmm. new pet store, but a, a cloud-native pet store uh -huh. that is called Piggy Bank. Because pet store, you cannot use, you you are not owning a pet store to yeah. use that. So I try to think in something that could be useful Mm -hmm. especially useful for me. And then I create this piggy bank. This piggy bank is a backend application mm -hmm. uh, that you can use to manage your personal banking accounts and expenses, you know? Ah, okay, cool. Yeah, and then we Quarkus. wrote the piggy bank. Quarkus, Quarkus. Yeah, we wrote the piggy yeah, bank. Yeah, you have, you have to send Quarkus. me the, the, the links, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going, to, I'm going to, to send the link now yeah i can do later the so after the show send me just no email uh, yeah because the, uh, the java academy we have a, a prototype that i published from java academy last week and then i'm going to send and then we did uh with quarkus and uh mysql aurora serverless actually with all the cloud v2? formation i'm looking uh, yeah v2 v2 yeah why SQL and, and not Postgres? I have the I have the impression that Postgres is a little bit more popular. It doesn't matter actually for, but still, was the yeah, choice? I, my, my the choice is more based on my personal experience. Okay. Uh, the workloads that I I still help to manage, uh, they are all on my SQL. So really, but so because yeah. I have the perception since you know, Oracle bought my SQL. Uh, the open source went, you know, the Postgres way. So I would say the MySQL was uh, on the Oracle Sun and now Oracle, right? So on Sun bought MySQL and Oracle bought Sun. This was the, uh -huh. but um, yeah, yeah. still, still, then, still popular, still popular. Okay. Yeah, and then we have the the same application with DynamoDB, so okay. no SQL version, and uh, on the single table design we, or single table design. Single table design. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. We manage it. With a single table design, and uh, and then uh, for this we have uh, the and and then for instead of creating the piggy bank application, we are creating the tutorials that allows you to create from scratch, mm -hmm. and 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 now we are working to have a micro no version of the Very piggy good. bank, a spring version of the piggy bank. And also a Jakarta EE deployment based on the Quarkus one because. Uh, we can isolate the Quarkus dependencies and create something yeah. that we can share yeah. between Quarkus and Jakarta EE. Yeah. And then, and then at least we will have the four frameworks uh, uh, combined with SQL and NoSQL and with REST interfaces. And in, at the end of this year, I, I intended to have like REST or GraphQL. And somehow... Uh, we will have all the tutorials from the Java Academy, and those tutorials they will be used on the Java Game Day to solve the the game, you know. So it's all connected, 
And, and then uh, I want to have the combination of SQL, NoSQL, GraphQL, REST. And uh, WebSockets. And WebSockets. Good, good. Would be good cool. Input. Yeah. AppSync yeah, or, yeah. Or, or API Gateway with WebSockets, I would say. Uh -huh, because it's good, a tricky. Good. You could use uh, the Lambda Power Tools. They have support, so you can look what they did. But uh, uh, the uh, API Gateway already supports WebSockets, but it would be good. There's a, yeah. a little bit more than usual rest, but you know, if you have some time, maybe you mm -hmm. get you know the fifteen minutes with James again. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> good. And, and then we are discussing to run a, a, a road tour, a Java community road tour, where we will be able to provide temporary accounts for anyone that wants to run the 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 the. the the, the Java game day, you know, mm -hmm. and then uh, developers can have uh, for up to three days, they can have all you can eat account so they can work with this temporary account on the on the community hold uh, on the on the event day. And then they can keep doing things for more two days, like anything using the account and they don't need to provide a credit card. So it's really mm -hmm. safe. And I think this that is a great story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's something good to onboard developers without mm -hmm. any frustration. And I really want to show like a Quarkus Micronow and CDK and things that this concept. But I, uh, as I said, we are running on Lambda, but you know, Quarkus, how fast is to change with any provider? You have the container, you can run anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah very good. And, uh, so I was not aware that actually there's something like things happen on AWS. So it's good. Yeah, it was actually. Good to invite you here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, let's 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 keep in touch because uh, I think that I am this bridge, uh, 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 and then we can do much more for next year, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we are looking forward to have uh, 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 some budget for Java for a specific programming language because uh, 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 it's kind and what's of also important. What's also important and uh, f maybe is um, uh, also easier to sell internally is uh, you know something like game day, but for enterprises. You know uh -huh. what you did with Quarkus, just know a little bit more serious without game days. Okay, look, this is CDK. This is how the provisioning works. This is how the this this would be very interesting. I would say the system. Then uh -huh. it's you know business logic doesn't matter. It's just hello world. Just to 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 show you know what's possible and how to how to approach things. You know what is serverless. Java and serverless in containers on on EC2 bare metal, so, you know, just just to show how it works, just to remember because I think lots of things get forgotten. What I sometimes notice, people are believing that you know the only way to to run Java in the cloud is Kubernetes, and there are you no know, a way easier way to do that, like you no know, Fargate, uh, Lambda, and AppRunner. Uh, yeah, even 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 code build for for you know crazy stuff for for batch processing is great. So I I would say you know for simple it's just serverless uh, um, a batch job engine. So there are lots of things just to show you know what you can actually do um, if you you know if you would migrate you know the old Java E application servers to the cloud. How you would do this? So um, yeah, this would be also interesting. Yeah, for sure. Like uh, the. We don't use legacy internally. We say existing softwares. <laughs> it's yeah. very important for Java and to, to support, like, a, to have a clear path. I'm I'm doing a migration and with a customer uh, to have this exercise 
they are migrating from like a, 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 a their own servers to EC2 and now trying to have everything on containers and then mm -hmm. it's a nice process to see like how they they start with bigger uh, computing units and then go to smaller computing computing units but but until even, they but, arrive on lab. <laughs> but even I mean. There are two, two, two migration strategies, right? A lift and shift would be the one. And, and the other one would be just to rethink stuff because a very, very, very basic example. So if you have a Java E application, the security is inside the application. So if you go to the cloud, I would like to move the security out of the, of the application to API Gateway or Cognito, for instance, right? So, so what changes? You get just the token, but you don't care how you get the token. If you are not in the cloud, you have to implement the code or use the code, Open ID Connect, for instance, to get the token. A very basic example. Uh -huh. Or connection pooling. You know, if you are in Lambda, there is no connection pooling. So there are some some things you don't have to do, but you have to know it. So some some small tricks like that would be also hugely, I would say, interesting for larger companies. Yeah. We have to quit now because it's way too late. So um, I would like to invite you back. For you. Especially uh, for, for you, for for me and yeah, it's, uh, for you as well. Uh, you have to, you know, to 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 work on the on the game Java game day. Otherwise, we don't get not get it for Christmas, right? So, um, uh -huh. but I would like to invite you again. So, if you have you know some some progress, so we have to talk what happens there. I'm really always interested in Java, and I I, I like Coretta a lot. Um, and for me, just you know, as a cliffhanger, maybe. Um, you know application Java E, right? Java e, Java E application servers. You you know them, uh -huh. right? Jabos and um, so for me, uh -huh. if you, if you, yeah, if, yeah. if you if you if you if you think about Java E and J2E, about the concepts and ideas, and you take a look at serverless and Lambda, for me it's the same. Those are exactly the same concepts we had back then, applied you know to serverless, and I did it this several times. I spoke at Java user group recently, and 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 I even delivered a talk. Um, about you know, uh, it was like uh, EGB developers. You are the, now the serverless expert because it's really true. If you think about the uh, Lambda process model and EGB pooling and uh, and programming restrictions and lambdas, it is the same. Um, if you think you know, in Java, it was all about business. Don't no, don't think about the infrastructure. It is provided by the application server. Lambda is the same, and but Lambda goes even a step further. You know, in application servers, you created a war. But you have to run the application server. So in Lambda, there is no worries. It's just a zip. This is the main difference. But if you if you think about the concepts, you see one to one mapping between what Sun did, you know, twenty years ago, and now what happens again as serverless, you know. Yeah, and inspired on that, that's the reason why I started. I said we need a new pet store, you know, and yeah, then exactly. we can have like different yeah. models of architecture for this pet store. Mm -hmm. And then um, that's the reason that motivated me to create this pet store because I want to have in the future like a, something that you can go there. I want to create a Java app. Okay, do, do you want a, which framework, which uh, kind of interface, which database, which authentication? And boom, here, here yeah. we go. Follow yeah. the steps. And yeah. you have like the archetypes. In the end of the day, we are talking about archetypes. But Vinicius, Vinicius, and, and, the next, and the next step would be CDK patterns. Because we can prepare see. everything CDK patterns in Java. So you can say, you know, there's a Cognito uh, construct, a custom construct. Like, you know, I don't know whether you know, there's like the load balanced Fargate construct. It's like one line of code and you have the entire Fargate. So you can go do more. And I, and I have write actually lots of uh, custom constructs for customers 
But, you know, NDAs, they just get lost. So if I had a little bit more time, I, I will write it for me. But, um, yeah, That's where people can yeah. find you on the Internet? We have to quit here. Otherwise, we will speak until tomorrow morning. Yeah, so, on Twitter, I am Vsenger, mm -hmm. S-E-N-G-E-R. And on Instagram, I am Crazy Vini Cozinha, which means Crazy <laughs> Vini yeah and uh, you that's will send, my hobby uh -huh. uh, and you will send me a uh, links to all your work currently with game day and the, the uh, pet store successor and stuff like that right sure yeah it's all in the same page you will see that and then let's keep in touch to 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 provide you my my progress here adam thank you very much my friend thank you